Hey, Camp Kids. Welcome back to the Camp Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bob, and I'm on a mission to bring together a community of camp people from all around the world. Whether you are currently in your camp career or it's been a while since you've been at camp, when you're with us, you're at home. Today, O'Malley joins us on the podcast to tell us all about their vast camp experience all over Missouri. Have you ever met a fellow camp person and immediately thought that you grew up with them? This is how I felt when I first met O'Malley when they came to work with us at Girl Scouts of Missouri Heartland. O'Malley has a plethora of experience working at Girl Scout camps all around the state and also at other private camp facilities working in different program areas. O'Malley shares not only their funniest camp stories, but also some very sentimental ones, including having to say goodbye to a residential property. O'Malley, you are such a treasure to work with, and I can't wait for our audience to hear your story. So without further ado, let's meet O'Malley. Welcome to the Camp Kids Podcast. I am so excited that you are here to share with us about your camp experience and your camp journey. Now, I know you very well, but I would love for you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us who you are and where you are speaking to us from today. Yeah, I'm O'Malley. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm talking to you from Lawrence, Kansas. I'm just another camp kid. That's that's really about me. Oh my goodness. Yes, you are. You have so much camp experience too. Can you yes. kind of dive into your camp background experience as a camper? Like where did you go to camp with what organizations and for how long? Yeah, for sure. So I did mostly Girl Scout camp, started Girl Scouts in kindergarten in the year 2000. Um, and But I started going to resident camp or sleepaway camp in 2003, all the way up until 2012. Um, I did the whole shebang. I did all of the sessions and everything that you could do with the CIT and the, you know, uh, everything. So I did it for a really long time. I'm a Girl Scout of Mid-Continent Council and then Northeast Kansas, Northwest Missouri after the, the merge. So I went to Camp Oakledge. Camp Winding River, and my first experience was at Camp Prairie Schooner. There's also like a couple of like day camps and things thrown in there too, but for the most part, that's kind of my my camper experience. Ooh, that's awesome. I know personally that you also went through camp leadership experience through like the counselor and training program and that sort of thing mm -hmm. too. Would you mind like talking us through that a little bit as well? Yeah, I love the CIT program. I, you know, I grew up and camp counselors were like the ultimate being. And so when I got to be at CIT, I got to be like, kind of get a glimpse into what that life is like. And there's a lot of work involved, you know, making sure the kids have the right activities and are going to the right place and are feeling safe. Um, but there's also a lot of fun involved too. There's a lot of like, how can you uniquely affect these kids each day? And so one of the coolest experiences that I had with my CIT that's different than when I was a CIT mom or like in charge of the CITs as an adult is that I got to stay in the cabin with the actual camp counselors and I was treated almost as equally as the camp counselors. And um, I just remember that my like one of my fondest memories of CIT was when I did my like internship in the cabin. And my two favorite camp counselors sat on each side of me on my bed and gave me a hug. And I was like, this is the coolest moment of my life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. And you bring up a really good point. Like, you know, doing resident camp with you later on in your experience, like we really kept like the living quarters like separate 
but you're right. Like that provides yeah. you like the ultimate experience as a CIT, like to be able to see and live day in and day out with these people. I'm sure that that mm -hmm. definitely inspired you to become a staff member. Mm -hmm. Speaking of you being a staff member, walk us through some of the camps that you were at and some of the positions that you've held. Yeah, definitely. It's diverse for sure. My first camp counselor experience was actually not with Girl Scouts. I worked at Pollock's Camp and Conference Center out here in um, Kansas. I don't remember exactly what city, but um, I was kind of a counselor, kind of a facilitator more. I was a lifeguard. I did the high and low ropes, so zip line and team building and all that jazz. And then I did team building like ground games and stuff like that. And so that was my first experience kind of on the staff side of camp. And then after that, I found Girl Scouts Missouri Heartland and I got to go out and be an assistant unit leader for one summer and then a unit leader for a summer. And then I was challenge and leadership director or something along the lines of that, where I was in charge of the leadership units, so the CITs and the campaigns and stuff like that. And then I was also in charge of the challenge courses. So archery and high and low ropes, you know, zip line and all that jazz. And then most recently I was hired as the assistant camp director for a summer that didn't actually end up happening, but I did get kind of insight into the, the more computery stuff that goes on with camp. So I think that's, that's kind of the, gambits of the staff um, staffing at camp that I've done before. For sure, you have shined in like when it comes to high adventure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And with like leadership, with camper leadership, yeah. I would definitely say that's what I've seen you shine the most is within those two areas. Is that like your preference when it comes to camp areas or do you have another preference? I definitely say being a sit mom is like the greatest honor to me. And then also just, um, playing with the ropes. I think one of the pictures that I sent you, I've like made this weird rig and I'm like hanging from a rope on the zip line. And that's just kind of, kind of shows like the biggest part of the O'Malley personality there. It's not the most exciting or in-depth camp name story. And I was the jazz drummer in high school. So on drumline, they called me O'Malley. Um, and so I was like, I guess that'll work. And they're like, cool, that's your name. And it's, it's just stuck with me. So I went through CIT and then unfortunately they closed Camp Oakland and we had a big retirement ceremony and I technically retired my name at Camp Oakland. But then when I got to Girl Scouts Missouri Heartlands, they're like, what's your camp name? And I was like, well, it was O'Malley and we could never find a new one for me. And so I kind of resurrected it and brought it back out and used all of the knowledge and skills that I learned at Camp Oakland and applied it to Girl Scouts Missouri Heartland. I have always felt that, I guess, grief, I would say. I think that's appropriate. Of that you and others who have come from other organizations that no longer offer what you have waited your whole life to do and just seeing being able to see you utilize what you had learned there in a different facility and how transferable those skills were like just speaks volumes to the people that were training you and uplifting you all the way i mean it really did sound like it was an amazing program and an amazing opportunity. So yeah, it definitely was.
What kept you coming back to camp summer after summer? It was the people, like, just like the, the fun and the goofy and the whimsical and the excitement, like the level of just like, almost like buzzing that we would get when we realized that girls are about to come is what really got me coming back. Absolutely. I remember being like, the campers are coming, the campers are coming, like <laughs> just being so excited to actually start it's like nothing else for sure who are some people from camp that have inspired you and how did they do that this one was a harder question for me to come up with the first real like oh my goodness i want to be as cool as her one day situation was i believe her name was mel but we're talking about me remembering something from like third or fourth grade got us all up out of bed in our pajamas and was like all right guys we're gonna go steal cookies from the kitchen and i was like we're doing what now and she's like come on let's go get your shoes on and so we go and we hike like halfway across this camp we're at camp prairie schooner here and we like sneak up to like the back door and we're like looking around and like watching everybody and seeing if there's any like other campers or like camp staff or the rangers out because we don't want to get caught of course and she like sneaks in and like runs out with a plate of brownies and then she's like okay let's go and like we start like you know hoofing it you know you have to walk at camp you always have to walk at camp but we were really done in it and all of a sudden there's another unit and they're like those are our cookies and we're like oh my gosh and we actually start running and mel has shoved this plate of cookies under her shirt and we had another counselor with us but she climbed a tree and was up in this tree with this plate of cookies and we were all standing around like i don't know what cookies you're talking about there's nobody here with the plate of cookies and so that was kind of my first moment of like wow this mel whose real name is gulnera and she's from germany is in in the trees trying to save us some cookies and i was like okay i want to be as cool as that person one day and so that was kind of the pivotal moment for me for like knowing that i want to keep coming back to this the camper schooner have international staff then yes the entire time that i was a camper there was at least one international staff on site wow okay yeah that's incredible so fun fact I now work for the Girl Scouts here in Kansas oh, cool. City. There's like now this beautiful aquatic center out there too. Oh, with, really? That's yeah, awesome. with a splash pad and like a real rock rock wall and wow. showers and offices. <laughs> that sounds it sounds kind of glampy. I don't know. Oh, the end. Camp Schooner is glamp. Like it is like oh my goodness, like. So there are two day camps that they have here. There's, I don't know if you've been to Tongawood. Have you been to Camp Tongawood in Tonganoxie? That is like Missouri Heartland camps. Like it is yeah. camp. It is rustic enough, but you've still mm -hmm. got nice things. Even more so nowadays because they've added like a zip line and a traverse wall and slingshots and archery and tomahawks. And, and I guess that's wow. all recently new too as well. But you go to Camp Prairie Schooner and it's like Camp Sacagawea. Like it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful but like also i don't know 
like it's it's got a lot going on for sure so Camp Prairie Schooner is the first place I ever went ziplining. My dad was a zipline instructor. I think I was like the ripe old age of five years old and got to go. I mean, that hooked me too. I was a did zipline all the way through and was a zipline instructor for Girl Scouts and ended up managing a zipline park in my adult life too. So, Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And that's yeah. quite a zipline too at Prairie Schooner. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's not like a little princess zip like at Camp Hendrick. No. <laughs> Oh yeah. We just recently did our ropes training and you know, I haven't done ropes training since like 2016. Mm -hmm. So I'm like out there and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I did this long time ago when we had different knots and a different belay system and you know, all this sort of stuff. And it was 36 degrees and raining and it was awful. Oh. I would love to know what is the most important lesson that you've learned from camp? I think the most important lesson I've learned from camp is just to take care of yourself. And I mean that in like all aspects. So summer camp when I was a kid was 10 days long. And there was one summer, uh, I came back from the summer camp. My mom was doing my laundry and she noticed one singular pair of underwear and all the rest of the underwear were clean in my bag. <laughs> and I now know like as an adult that you need to change your underwear every single day. Because otherwise you end up with this, like, you know, you can visualize it. I don't have to use any words. <laughs> Things like pair of underwear from 10 days of camp. And so there's the, the physical taking care of yourself, remembering to change and finding your own personal space so that you can change. And then there's the mental taking care of yourself. You know, when I was a like really young camper up until probably like my CIT year or before, I didn't like to sing songs. I wasn't really into it it just singing was something for me personally that was like not okay for me to do and i think there's a lot of like unpacking that i still need to do with that but once i really got into singing the songs i realized that i hadn't invested completely into taking care of myself in like emotionally and getting invested completely in the the camp experience oh my gosh now <laughs> did you answer the question my, that yeah. is one nobody has ever said that yet on the podcast yeah. that it is important to take care of yourself and two that was just so beautifully put that i hope that everybody is going to rewind and listen to that again because at the time that this episode is airing people are going to be getting ready to go back out into summer and you need to remember that while you're in the midst of it you've got to take care of yourself like it is is a non-negotiable yes. so thank you thank you thank you for sharing that oh. yeah well something on a bit of a lighter note i would love to hear your funniest or if you have multiple that would be awesome some of your funniest camp stories one of my favorite like camp memories that i have is that is funny if you look at the picture i think i sent it to you it's me and bard and we're wearing the exact same thing and i'm talking like we have on the same green colored shirt like same tinge of green we've got i've got a plaid shirt on plaid solid pants and this anyway down to like she's all blue and i'm all red down to like the the monkey's fist that we have around our neck <laughs> and i just i don't know why but i see that photo and every single time it cracks me up because it just it just shows us that 
like how much of the same wavelength that you can be on with another human being when in fact i don't know a month earlier we were complete strangers (laughs) oh my goodness yeah so i think that our first year together is maybe the second year but that just for me just is hilarious because i do that now with my wife all the time where we'll walk out we haven't seen each other get dressed in the morning and we'll both get home and be wearing the same thing at the end of the day so (laughs) great minds think alike yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i was just saying i love that that's hilarious i do remember there was at one point in time was skit so we do closing campfire campfires and every unit comes up and they do a skit um it can be a prepared one it can be you know an already well-known one or it could be something that you completely make up uh, the only part of this skit that i remember is one of these like little oh nine or ten year old girls just walks up and goes that's a danger hazard and I use that phrase all the time now. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That's yeah. a danger hazard. <laughs> yeah, that's a danger hazard. And every once in a while, I'll say it, and especially around the kids that I work with now. And they're just like, what are you? Why? What? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, it's a, it's a camp thing. You wouldn't understand. It's okay. <laughs> Something I wish we would have done at our 10-year um at missouri heartland was do camper quotes better like yeah i i wish we would have recorded those a lot better i know camp sacagawea does a really good job of doing that i don't really have a lot of funny stories i just have funny things that just like pop up into my memory that are like quotes and things like that when i think (laughs) about my camp experience never did i think that i would blank never did i think that i would sleep for two months in a hammock I forgot about that. Yeah, I spent an entire summer in a hammock. And you know what? My back felt great. <laughs> so I don't know why I don't do it more often. <laughs> I don't I don't I have one singular tree in my yard and it's his baby. Mm. So that's probably why I don't do it very often at home anymore. But yeah, never did I ever think that I would sleep for two months in a hammock. Oh my goodness. That's incredible. I just joined the sleeping on the ground club this last weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was really nervous going into it because I'm like pushing 30. And I was like, I don't know how this yoga mat's going to do anything. It was an outdoor journey badge. And so like, you know, the, the requirements are like the girls have to like pitch their own tent. They have to cook over a campfire and like all, and they have to like sleep outside and everything. And it's like, well, I sleep outside all the time in like platform tents or in cabins or, you know, a mattress on a pavilion, but I've never not slept with a mattress before. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I literally looked over at the outdoor program manager and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. (laughs) And she was like, you'll be fine. I'm well, like, you're, you're up now. At least it sounds like you're up. So you survived. I'm like, you're 23 years old too. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's different when you're my age, but no, I did it. And I'm really proud. And it wasn't terrible. You know, did I wake up once every like hour? Sure did. No mad props to you for being able to sleep in a hammock for two months straight. That is, that's a real commitment and talent there for sure talent that's for sure staying in the thing i think i ended up staying for one month in a 
dual hammock and then one month in a single person hammock. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. But I, I worked up to it. So. Okay. Yeah. So then anybody who's curious about it, that's the way that you do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, a bug net, but I just found that I took more time and energy trying to close the bug net above my head than to actually like keep the bugs out. So I bug nets are, I wouldn't endorse them. Well, my next question is what do you do when you're not at camp? What keeps you busy? I work about 60 hours a week. So that's what keeps me busy. (laughs) I work in a retail position as a dog trainer. And then I also work for Boys and Girls Club of Lawrence, teaching coping mechanisms to third through fifth graders. That's awesome. It keeps me busy. And then I've got three dogs and a cat at home. So they, they keep me busy when I'm not at work. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm sure that the camp experience has helped you with the Boys and Girls Club and being able to help those kids. I know that you're, you're definitely a blessing to them. And I'm sure that they're very lucky to have you with all the experience that you've had. Well, my next question is if you could bring anything from camp into your everyday life, what would it be? Water bottles. (laughs) Everybody needs their own personal water bottle and it needs to be their best friend because When something happens, if you just take back, sit back, and drink some water, you feel a whole lot better. Most of the adults that I know don't drink enough water. And I'm sure that a lot of the kids that I work with don't drink enough water either. I just think if if the world was just a little bit more emotionally attached to their water bottles and actually drinking the water out of their water bottles, that it would be a little bit... uh, It would... It would make the world a little bit better. Oh my gosh. I absolutely agree. (laughs) That is something we are definitely very cognizant about at camp, but should be in all parts of our lives. Put stickers on it. Love it. Adore it. Never let it part from your side. (laughs) Well, if you could change one thing about your camp experience, what would it be? The summer after I was a CIT, I'm a July baby. So I didn't turn 18 until July, but I had already done my CIT year. So I got stuck for one summer, the summer of 2013, with no camp. And I really wish that I would have tried a little bit harder because they they had just changed the rule where you had to be 18 to work at camp instead of like 17 in some positions with the council that I was in. And I really wish that that I would have stuck with it a little bit harder and contacted them after my 18th birthday and really tried to like get just a little bit of camp in in that summer. Oh yeah. I can only imagine, especially after completing CIT, having to be, to be not at camp. That is, that is kind of rough. What is your favorite camp song? Well, I don't like to play favorites. (laughs) I work with kids and therefore I don't have favorites. I have favorite shapes and favorite colors, of course. But when it comes to camp songs, I have a least favorite. Oh, okay. I have been singing the Rare Bog Rattlin' Bog song since 2003 and I'm (laughs) (laughs) 
2023 now. It's 20 years later. And they're still like, let's play the Rattling Mod Wars. I'm like, please stop. <laughs> I've got way down in the valley. Oh, whoa, 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 In my head. And, and, and every person has a different, or it, it's not every person, but every council has a different version of the song. And for some reason, they keep getting longer and longer and longer. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. Were you there the summer where I think it was like Biscuit and Captain Hook and came up with this one long version of it that broke down the science and talked about the atom and the nucleus of the cell and the right before me and i'm really glad that it was. <laughs> i was like because that was the longest version of the rattling box song i had ever heard in my entire life oh my gosh yeah yeah so. by the time i moved from cit to my first summer at missouri heartland they had added a tick and a speck on the tick and then there was a whole new world and i was like where did we where are we going here because whole new world is a disney song and that's a different gambit <laughs> oh my goodness well you're the first person to share their least favorite and i'm all about it so <laughs> thank you i love very many camp songs and i don't know if i have a favorite i love seeing how into it the camp counselors can get i think that's one of the things that kind of hooked me on becoming a camp counselor too is just how goofy and i have this a story if you don't mind oh please uh, <laughs> it's a short one but my cit year we sang a lot of disney songs because we had a boom box in the pavilion which we hung out in for like half the day before and after meals and i remember the either the boom box or the cd broke one of the two and They'd started singing this uh, the song from Lion King, the do 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 do. No, um, Little Mermaid. Uh, no, not Little Mermaid. It was from the Lion King. Uh, can't wait to be king. That's oh, what okay, yeah. And my camp counselor, who was teaching me, my CIT mom, if you will, chocolate not only did she sing every single word of it but she even sang the entire instrumental interlude and was dancing the entire time and we're all just like okay i guess we're still in the interlude and she was singing this whole thing and i just remember thinking wow if i can get that into a song and be that cool like i i made it <laughs> oh my gosh that's awesome yeah. My next question is, what is your favorite camp meal? Camp meal? Oh, man. I honestly don't remember much about the meals at camp. Um, I remember eating them, and I remember, like, hanging out before and after. But honestly, I can't remember a meal that just really stood out to me. I do remember, though, at Camp Oakland, they were very space conscious, like, isn't like taking up space consciousness okay. and before our first meal at camp or i think it was before the first breakfast we would get all together as a whole camp and sit in front of the picnic tables at the pavilion 
and two or three counselors would stand on top of the picnic tables at the pavilion and they would teach us how to squish our milk cartons and so you you can't just like just smash them you have to tuck your fingers in between the edges ricky the rocket then i don't think so i think that was a camp mentahama thing i think so too but yeah i remember turn your milk carton into a ricky the rocket so it saves space in the trash can (laughs) i have like really fond memories of like waiting for meals or waiting for meals to end so at camp oakledge the mess hall only accommodated like one or two units at a time it didn't accommodate the whole camp so we would have uh sea time which stood for community time and the whole camp would get together around the pavilion and we'd hang out and we'd play games and they would call each individual unit in to go and eat in the mess hall and then come back out to sea time at the end so i think my favorite meal at camp was just the community meal just like the communityness of it yeah that is really cool and a really good way to attack a problem like that like if you only have limited space you can provide that sort of kind of structured time with the whole camp so they still get that kind of time well my next question is what is your favorite camp tradition it happened at camp winding river and this camp winding river was an equestrian camp so you go and you learn to ride horses or you learn how to teach kids how to ride horses and i remember when i finally became a before each time that we went to go teach the girls and i think that's kind of my my favorite camp tradition is just that reminding and the the togetherness and just remembering that everything that we do is for the girls there yeah Oh, that's so good. I hope some people listening will take that into them this summer. Well, my next question is, I kind of added this one today. I hope you don't mind. It's, oh, no. what is your favorite program area or what is your favorite activity to do while you're at camp? Oh, zip line. Yeah. That's the one. The level of like inter and intra personal growth that has to happen there is just amazing to me like not only are you there to conquer your own personal fears of whether it be heights whether it be i don't know bugs or trees or anything like that you have to conquer that and then you also have to stand there and you have to help others conquer those fears as well and i just ziplining is such a cool thing to me i've been doing it forever like i said earlier so it doesn't it's but it still gets me like i still get that little that little jolty feeling the little turning your stomach upside down after the initial drop and all that stuff so i really think it's cool to see you can like physically see the growth happening in the participants as they go down the zip line yeah i never thought about it like that but you're absolutely right it does take a lot of skills to do the event, but also to be around the event as well. I also like that everybody's wearing goofy helmets and giant adult diaper type situation. <laughs> yeah, I hung out at the top of the zip line this last weekend for about four and a half hours. So <laughs> I love that. Love that. When I was at Camp Tall Oaks Camp and Conference Center, we had this really amazing opportunity, which I love so much, which was a wheelchair accessible zip line. Oh my gosh. 
so we had a muscular dystrophy camp and we had these kids come down in their electric wheelchairs their manpower wheelchairs or their themselves and we would hook them up and put them in this like cradle and the cradle would then be pulled up to the top and they let us know we let them go and they get to go zip lining but i remember that i hung up on the tree the day that we got to do it and i heard the best slash world joke in the world while i was up in that tree and almost fell out it was so good what did washington say to his men after they crossed the delaware what get out of the boat <laughs> it's, it's terrible but it's like i just have the vivid memory of being in a zipline tree and hearing this joke and i'm like this is the greatest slash the worst joke of all time. <laughs> oh, I mean, camp and dad jokes also just go hand in hand so well. So. Yeah, I am I am known for my dad jokes in both of my jobs now too. Oh, that's so good. That makes me so happy. Oh, didn't we used to do something over the walkie too, like a dad joke or something? I think so. I think every once in a while we'd be like, hey, you know, why, why does the sun come up? And you're like, I don't know, like, because it was tired of being down. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing that. That was a good story. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> oh, well, I'm wanting this podcast to continue to grow and to diversify and to continue on for a long time. So I keep Absolutely. asking all of my guests, who should I interview next? Absolutely. Usually, most people will say somebody that they look up to, but I'm going to flip the script on you again this time. And this person changed my outlook on life because she said, hey, I'm going to grow up to be you one day. And that's Ladybug. Oh, I do love I, Ladybug. I think that she would be a great addition. And she's also got some Camp Oakledge experience under her belt that she can share about, too. All right. Well, I will definitely be reaching out to Ladybug then. Well, where can people find you if they have questions for you or if they want to contact you? For sure. They can email me. It's really long, but it's just, it's almost my full name. Uh, Mallory, M-A-L-L-O-R-Y, R as in Rose Pearson, P-E-A-R-S-O-N at gmail.com. Well, O'Malley, that was all the questions that I had for you. Was there any final comments or thoughts that you wanted to share while you're on the Camp Kids podcast? Uh, I don't think I have anything at this time, no. All right. Well, O'Malley, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the Camp Kids podcast and for sharing your story. I really appreciate you taking the time and just being able to connect with you again. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to talk to you again, Joban. All right, Camp Kids, that was O'Malley. Make sure to contact them if you have any questions and to check out all the links in the show notes. If you are enjoying the podcast, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Let's keep our Camp Kids community growing by spreading it to others who are a part of the camp community. Please leave a rating or review, preferably a five-star rating, so that others can find this podcast. This week, we have an additional bonus episode with someone who has had a plethora of camp experience for quite a long time and is actually in the professional camping experience realm. So that's all I have for you for now. But remember that this is good night and not goodbye. <laughs>